Hey guys, welcome to another episode of More Than a Podcast. This is your host, James, as always, here to give you guys more to greatness. So we're going to jump right in. Hey, you guys. So this is uh, actually pretty funny. Um, I did a poll because polls are fun. And the purpose of this uh, poll that I did was to choose the episode topic for this week. But you know what you guys did? You guys caused a draw. And, you know, I was like, well, I can't. It's too late to do a tiebreaker. So (laughs) what do I do? So I guess I'm going to just go ahead and just talk about, um, uh, I guess, my own topic. I guess, you know, I like to leave it up to you guys. But, hey, you know, this is what I'm here for. So I guess uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I think uh, mainly I, I think I could talk to you guys mainly about uh, skateboarding, which has kind of been my my thing lately. Uh, but first, I want to tell you guys about um, my recent adventures. So Friday, uh, which was pretty awesome, um, I went to go see uh, Jackass Forever. And uh, it's really funny because... Honestly, I have not been a big Jackass fan. Like, I remember it in its inception when it was on television. Um, insanely huge. I think it was one of the big reasons that um, that MTV was popular in the uh, 2000s. <clears throat> um, and I've seen some of their movies. Um, I think I for sure saw two and 3D um because 3d came out when like the the when the gimmick was just like super over and everybody was doing 3d so um but yeah forever was really good and i'm not gonna spoil it and talk about any of the stunts or anything like that um just overall it's a really enjoyable film it's one of those films dude that you have to like seriously just just chill out just go don't expect much um but take everything because it's just it's such a great offering and it's constant laughs constant belly laughs um i found myself crying a lot of the times um yeah a lot of the a lot of the stunts are super ignorant but you know it's fun and uh yeah i mean it was a really good film uh if i had to like rate it or whatever like uh like i don't know one out of ten with uh, 10 being completely amazingly perfect, uh, I'd probably give it like a nine. Um, it was just that good. So yeah, it was it was entertaining. I, I had fun. Um, so let's talk about some skateboarding, man. Uh, you know, I've been, I've, man, I've been super enthusiastic about skateboarding. Um, it's been for a little over a year now <clears throat> since I grabbed my first skateboard. But um I've told the story numerous times, but I think at this point it really goes into the chronological state of how everything got started. Um, So we'll just go there. So there was one random night, um, my loaner truck, because my car was out of commission, uh, ran out of gas. And it was like three, two or three in the morning. Can't really remember um, so long ago. But what was funny was I was walking under this uh, underpass, freeway underpass. And, you know, there was no cars on the freeway. It was like super late. And um, as I was walking, there was this, uh, there was, you know, they had lights under the underpass, which I, I, you know, I just assume is for safety and whatnot. And right in the shine of one of the overhead lights, on the ground was a skateboard and it looked to be in you know reasonable condition rideable condition and I was walking and I just said to myself it's 
two or three in the morning. Nothing happens at two or three in the morning. That's like, that's something I tell myself all the time. You know, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm never out that late, you know, because just bad things happen to, to good people. So, um, let me just hurry up and get back to the truck and, and drive myself home. And, um, and I went and got some gas, um, and I started to walk back with my gallon water bottle full of gas and, uh, sitting there imagining that if somebody tried to mug me, I would just, I would just, un, I would loosen the freaking top on the thing and throw the gas bottle on them. And I had some matches in my pocket. So I would just light them on fire, <laughs> freaking catch a murder case. But, um, but no, that, you know, these are the things that you think about at 3 a.m. when, when you think you might have to protect yourself. But anyway, <clears throat> luckily I didn't have to light anybody on fire. <laughs> um, but um, when I came back towards the uh, underpass, which was really, really funny because I was actually going to walk a different direction, which is more down a, down the main street. Because this underpass where I walked is, is really kind of like out of the way. And <clears throat> and I was just like, well, maybe I could just walk around the other way and just kind of stay safer because I'm on a main street. But I was really interested in seeing what the outcome was of this skateboard. And I really still had the thought that I would light somebody on fire. <laughs> but um, um, I went back and, and the skateboard is still there, right? Still there. So I'm thinking like, man, somebody's got to be hiding behind. You know, like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen um, the book of Eli and the lady. She's like, oh, you know, you know, she's trying to get the help uh you know from anybody but basically so all her croonies can kind of jump out and they kill the people and rob them and i think eat them and whatever um that's what i thought was going to happen i was thinking like uh somebody will hear me you know rolling away with the skateboard and then they'll claim i'm stealing it so then they'll think that their attack is justified so i was like ah you know i really don't want to test it but let me just try and see what happens so i kick the so i kick the uh or push the skateboard forward so it can just kind of do that roll that audible roll where you can hear it going and it's rolling and i'm looking like while it's rolling up the street i'm looking around the area because i'm like i want to see if anybody's going to hop out thinking i'm taking it and nobody came out so i pushed it again and you know still nobody came out and then i finally went ahead kicked it up and just started walking with it and i i kind of felt bad a little bit like I've kind of felt a little bad because I was thinking like maybe it was some kid's skateboard or something rather. But then I was like, no, it, it's just it, it was, it, you know, to be quite honest, it was too conveniently placed. It was too conveniently placed. Like there was no reason for it to be like in that it was near nothing. You know, you, you couldn't even tell me that 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 came out of somebody's car. I mean, it was perfectly on all four of his wheels, just sitting in the middle of the street, and I, I was, I was just flabbergasted. But uh, grabbed the skateboard nonetheless. Um, completely no footing for a skateboard at the time. I had bad skateboard feet at that time, and I mean, just every roll was like a jitter, and it was just the worst. And I literally had to scoop it under my arm and just walk it the rest of the way to the truck because I just couldn't ride it. Um, me now would have been able to ride that back no problem. And I probably would have got back to the truck twice as fast. But, yeah, that day wasn't going to happen. So I started trying, attempting to ride the skateboard maybe a week after because I wanted to just just give it a little time to be off the streets, you know, like it was some kind of like hot item, like somebody would be rolling by looking for their skateboard. Um, and I did have like an inkling of a thought to like <clears throat> post it on social media uh, and just say, hey, found the skateboard in this in this city. If it's yours, hit me up. But then I, you know, thought, you know, you'll get a 100 people hitting you up saying it's their skateboard if they feel like any of the. uh any of what's on it is worth it to them um because the funny thing about skateboards if if you know much about skateboards is that 
everything serves a purpose on 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 a deck um short of the deck uh being cracked or crushed or broken in half or whatever everything else is still salvageable and usable for the next deck um and it's usually by preference you know like that that's something that i learned over time i was like whoa like it's a big thing to like keep your trucks but here's you know some random skateboard with these independents and you know what i learned at the time uh some slime balls with some red bearings and yeah and i'm gonna tell you man i was super and i'm I, I was such an amateur um that I, I i remember looking at the wheels and the uh bearings and stuff and thinking these look really really dirty and i want these to be clean so like i um i remember putting the bearings in um warm soapy water and letting them sit and soak <laughs> which is probably the worst thing you could do to bearings um and i did the same thing to the wheels and i was going to use a brush to like brush off the wheels because i was just like they shouldn't be dirty and it's just like dude these wheels are going to be seeing the road a hundred percent of the time you know like there's it's inevitable they're going to be dirty you know like i did i didn't have this thought i at this point i i figured skateboards needed to look appealing and they needed to always be managed now yeah you do manage bearings but not the way i was doing it so uh i say all that to say that the bearings that came in that skateboard probably weren't going to last any any longer uh once i put the skateboard back together which was uh which was funny because i actually had to look up a video just to learn about the functionality of those separate components like if if i had if i had just you know uh assumed the skateboard to be what it was in my face i would have taken the wheels off of the off of the trucks i would have thought the trucks would always stay connected to the deck that there was never a purpose to take it off the deck and i would have thought that the bearings would came in the wheels and that's never ever ever the case right you buy all these components separately fast forward to now like well not now let's just fast forward a little bit going towards my first deck because at the because at the point of me getting that deck i i really started to have a longing to have a deck of my own you know like i just never felt like i owned something that i found right and it and it, and, and the thing and the thing the major thing about it was that i was just never good at riding that particular board and you know, I was researching skateboards a lot and, you know, I, I started to come into this understanding that, you know, you, you can pretty much build a board to function exactly how you want it to function. And so I got this idea that, you know, I definitely want to ride it. I don't want the ride to feel painful every time. And maybe somewhere down the line i want to be able to you know do some tricks so i got all this in my head and and i'm thinking like you know well how am i going to get to that point and you know it, it's again like you can do all the research in the world but until you're able to put something into practice it's never going to make you know the same amount of sense and i think i think the bigger the biggest, uh, you know, dynamic to my situation was the fact that I'm an older skateboarder. So at the time that I found this skateboard, I think I was probably 39, 38, 39. Now I'm 41. Like this, you know, like it's crazy to think like, but, uh, you know, like I'm, I can, you know, when you consider it to people who skate today, you know, I was well out of my prime well out of out of out of any kind of interest or want to take that on as an endeavor you know so was it justifiable for me to think that i could get good at a skateboarding of course it was because you know i i i, I don't i don't go i don't live my life with this understanding that people can't do any certain thing i feel like everybody can do everything you just it just takes time persistence and dedication and yeah, you know, I was willing to give all of that in order to, you know, f 
find myself achieving something. And, uh, you know, the, the one biggest hump that I had to get over, which a lot of other people may be apprehensive about, because, again, like when you break it down, like learning the skateboard can be fine to do on your own. But I feel like you'd have a more elevated drive if you do it with other people. You know, same thing about going to a skate shop. I was terrified my first time when I went to a skate shop. If I had walked in with someone else, then I might have felt a little better about it. But it was something that was necessary if I wanted to take the, you know, take this journey. You know, and, and you know, the reason that I, I, I remember the reason that I was so apprehensive was because I felt like I felt like skateboarding was such a niche. I felt like it was something that only certain people did. And when I say certain, I don't mean white. I just mean like younger, you know, um, more edgy kind of, kind of, uh, characters. You know, I just didn't see myself as a person who works five days a week, you know, at a nine to five and, you know, um, you know, skateboards in the, in, in, you know, in my off time, like who does that, you know, but I just said, look, I, I got a lot of time on my hands outside of coming home from work and doing whatever I want to do. I can just throw skateboarding into there. So my, my first visit to a skate shop, I actually, <laughs> I actually planned that out really, really well because, uh, the first thing I did was I looked for, you know, as many skate shops in my area. And I remember wanting to go to a particular skate shop. And I was so mad because the skate shop was was low-key a, a DVD rental place or something like that. But they weren't, like, they, they were labeled as a skate shop online. But when you went to their physical building... It was labeled something totally different. So I basically felt like I wasted my time and I was super mad about it. And um, <laughs> and then um, what I ended up doing was I I um, I Googled, you know, skate shop near me. And there was actually one that was right around the corner from where I had, you know, almost lost my mind. And so I walk over to this other one and it was basically just for me to just get a feel for the the environment and 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 i mean it's kind of unfair because like every skate shop's different but i just kind of needed that introduction to just the culture right and i remember when i passed the skate shop like i like i literally walked past it the first time and kind of like feigned it like I didn't notice that it was there. And I was super scared because I was like, oh, my God, you know, you got you got guys sitting on couches playing PS3 and you got people. You got one person on the counter and somebody's in front of them and they're they look like they're making a skateboard right now. And yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And I was super scared to go in there. But I went in there anyway. And big us to the owner. Um, the skate shop's called Apartment Skate Shop. And um, dude was super chill super super chill and i needed that vibe in order to even find my comfort because if he you know if he had looked at me as if i did not belong in there i probably would have not gone into another store but you know he made me feel welcome and accepted and all that stuff and and all i really did at that point was buy new bearings and new wheels because at this time i'm still trying to repurpose the first board i found but by the time I got that new stuff home, I was like, I'm going to build a whole new deck. So. So then I so then at this point, I'm I'm thinking, you know, I don't know if I I don't know if I want to go back to the skate shop and, and choose a board because I don't want to look indecisive. Like that was my big thing. Like, I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm supposed to be grabbing. Right. So. I start researching boards again and stuff like that. And I'm now I'm learning things about sizes of boards. I like, I didn't know that boards came inside. I thought there was only one universal size. I truly did. I thought there was only one universal size. I thought it was one universal shape. I had no idea that there were so many different dynamics to 
skateboarding. And there was one uh, website that I went to. Uh, shout out to Long Beach Skate Shop. They they probably have the best uh, website short of like, you know, the big ones that cater to, you know, um, you know, basically shipping all over the world like tactics and skate warehouses and stuff like that. But this this one was catered to like my immediate area. <clears throat> but they basically give you that ability to build a complete board from start to finish. And I was super stoked about that. And I went ahead and I built the board from top to bottom. Super amazing because it gives you the understanding on each and every component that is responsible for, you know, having a functional board, you know? So I went through this process and I'm looking at thousands of decks and it was super funny because like, it, it seemed like a daunting task, but the one thing that I started to understand was like, yo, your skateboard is a reflection of your personality and your character and it should speak as much like it should totally be a volume of who you are as a person and i took that notion and i ran with that and i just and 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 it made it so much easier to you know flip through all of these decks that were that were there being offered and then um i came into uh, a deck that I really found gravitating. It was a Scott Desenzo deck. Uh, it had a, a bear uh, on the graphic. Super, super colorful. Nice looking. It was just chef's kiss, man. One of the best decks. Like, like, and, you know, not to jump my whole story, but that deck got stolen from me. And I'm super mad about it because I can't find that deck anywhere online now. And it just bums me out because I I loved that deck. Like I would still be, I, I would not have as many of the decks that I do today if that deck hadn't got stolen. So it's almost like a gift and a curse. But um, I chose that deck and then, you know, you got to choose your trucks, which trucks are like, like trucks are super important because you know the the one thing the one thing that I that I that I would tell anybody who's getting into skateboarding um, is try to understand what type of skating you want to do. Like, what is it that you want to do when it comes to skateboarding? You can't just say, "Oh, I just want to skate." Like, yeah, everybody just wants to skate, but what do you really, really want to do? Do you want to do? tricks because if you want to do if you want to focus on doing tricks then you might want to focus on getting lighter trucks you know or um you know trucks that give you a better uh reaction time you know um are you looking to grind a bunch of surfaces like are you going to be slapping on the curb like what like what's like what's the deal are you going to just be cruising around and just riding on some fat wheels and just riding till you know the sun sets like what are you going to be doing with your deck you know um and once you have that understanding then you know you have to just basically align your trucks with the size of the deck you you choose now your deck size you know is completely your preference and i can tell you in my experience i've i i have i've obtained 8.25s i've amassed 8.5s i have 9.13s i got a 9.5 you know like i i'm all over the spectrum as far as what i ride and to be honest i ride i ride the decks for different reasons um but I, but if I had to like generally say like, oh, what would you just like, what would you say the sweet spot is like the sweet spot, probably an 825, 825, because it's big enough to keep, keep you, you know, to keep you on your, you know, on the board and everything, but small enough to accommodate for somebody who wants to learn how to do tricks. Do they make boards smaller than that? Yes, they do. Do they make them bigger? Heck yes. Like, but it's really again just your preference so 
you know, you you find yourself standing on the deck that you choose. Because first, you're, first thing you're going to do is you're going to choose the the graphic, and then within choosing that graphic, you you find out whether they can accommodate your particular size, as far as what your preference will be. Make sense? Yeah. So you get your trucks, and your trucks have to absolutely line up to the size of the deck that you build or that you pick. Uh, because if their trucks are too wide, then your wheels will come out too far. And if they're too small, then, you know, it's just, it's, it's just a hot mess. So, and, and here's the thing that, that confuses me even to, even today confuses the hell out of me. There's, there's so many different people who make trucks, so many different companies, you know, you got your top dogs, like independent, you got thunder, you got Royal, you got ACE, you know, you got, so many different people that make trucks they and they all have different reads to their dimensions so and so it's like it's super crazy so like like it's kind of like it's kind of like choosing the deck and the deck size like once you choose a deck and the deck size like you say okay i'm gonna choose a 8.5 so i have to find trucks that accommodate for an 8.5 um you know, deck size, you got to find out where does that, where does that read into their, um, their particular offerings. Like I believe if you ride ACE trucks, I believe if you're going to ride an 8.5 deck, I believe you ride 44s. Anything larger, you ride 55s. Anything smaller than you ride 33s, you know? Um, so it's, it's, man, it's, it's so different and it can be confusing, but the easy way that I get around it is again, I find my, I find the trucks that I'm interested in riding. So I'll be like, okay, I'm going to ride some thunders and then I'll just, I'll, I'll find a, a chart for their, uh, for their, uh, truck, their, uh, truck dimensions. And they'll just have everything broken down to the side of the, to the sides of the deck that those trucks are for. And then you can get into the into the the other things because you know depending on the truck manufacturers, um, you know you can kind of arrange your style accordingly. Um, most trucks come, you know, in a die cast kind of silver or whatever. But then you do have some like I, I think I have two sets of black trucks. I have a set of red trucks. Um, I have ones that have a galaxy pattern from Crux. Um, and then I have some hollows, which are just straight up, uh, chrome. So, you know, I'm, I, again, I'm all over the spectrum when it comes to everything that I have as far as decks, wheels, everything. Um, after choosing your trucks, you're going to choose your wheels. Now the wheels are funny. The wheels are funny. And again, what, what it breaks down to is what type of riding you want to do like what kind of skating are you going to attempt are you going to be somebody who's going to do 99.9 percent .9 of your riding at a skate park are you going to be somebody who does that same percentage just in the streets you know are you going to be on vert ramps all the time are you going to be you know um are you going to be on a pump track are you going to be you know like like where are you going to be at when it comes to like, like your, your uh, preference? Once you know exactly what type of skating you're going to do, then you'll start to gravitate towards the particular wheels that you need. So when it comes to like being on a, at a skate park, for instance, the first thing that I factor in is that you're going to need harder wheels because the harder wheels are smoother for the, for the surface of of uh of what you know of th that surface at a at a skate park not all skate parks are the same but they generally have like a similar feel so you need to ride like harder wheels i would say anything between 97 or night i'd say anything between 95 and 103 and again that's another that's another dynamic that's a it's it's a durometer scale which levels out the hardness of your wheels and the closer to 100 you get the harder your wheel is the closer to 90 you get the softer they are but instead of saying soft it's translated to grippy grippier so um so like softer wheels allow you to have more forgiveness when it comes to skating so like 
if I rode like if like I do a lot of street skating. I'm in the streets all the time. So I'm I'm on gravel, asphalt, stuff like that. If I ride 95s on gravel with a trained foot, I'm going to be okay. I could hit a pebble or two here and there. I'll be all right. But if I take some 101s or some 103s and hit that same exact pebble, I'm going to be doing a Superman because that pebble is going to because it's going to stop that wheel short and it's just and you're just going to fly. Because it because the because harder wheels have no rebound, right? They're 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 meant to they're meant to slide around. They're they're good for like reverts. They're good for you know readjusting you know your board so that you can. It's it's just it's just good for sliding your board around. Any tricks that involve your board sliding in position, probably it's probably being done on smoother surfaces and harder wheels. Softer wheels, they don't have they they they're, they'll be more forgiving on the ride, but they'll be a little bit harder to make those same adjustments and same um, maneuvers with with softer wheels. And anything below ninety, that's co- that that's considered cruiser wheels. So you start getting to your eighties, your 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 eighties and your seventies, you're 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 straight up cruising. Those are like the softest wheels those those wheels are so soft that that if you drop them on the ground they can like literally bounce back to your hand like that's how soft they are right and those are those are just like strictly for cruising you could actually take some of those wheels and you can ride on straight up dirt you can ride on straight dirt with rocks and stuff all in it and just you can roll over every single thing you still might get caught up here and there but the likelihood of you losing your footing or balance while riding through dirt on some like 70s or something, 75s or something, little to none, little to none. And plus, the softer your wheel, the more speed you'll have. So that's another factor. Like, do you want to do you want to maintain speed or do you want to prioritize maneuverability? Because maneuverability is something because like, it's, uh, again, with the harder wheels, harder wheels will will stay put a lot easier. So, you know, if you're trying, let's say you're trying to do um, you're you're practicing your ollies. If you're practicing ollies on one oh ones in a stationary position, the board will have an easier time staying put on some one oh ones than it would if it was on some. 95s or or some 70s for sure like if it was 70s and you try to do an ollie and you didn't have pretty good footing the board is probably going to roll up under you and you'll probably end up on your butt but you know again that it it's all in the practice of how you're using your boards can you ollie with uh 70s 75 wheels heck yes absolutely you can do anything with any wheel like that that's the one thing that i want to get out of everybody's head like just because just because they make wheels for specific situations and circumstances doesn't mean that you can't use those wheels for the opposite end of that spectrum it, it becomes a little unrealistic but like like i said you, you you're not going to take no you're not going to take no uh you know um wheels you know with a 103 durometer through dirt and gravel that's just not going to happen if you do like i said if you have if you have if you have experienced footing, you might be able to get away with a lot of it. But for the most part, that's probably not a wise decision. You might want to just change your wheels, you know. And if you go and, you know, you, you probably don't want to show up at the skate park with some 75s because, you know, you're not you're not going to have as much. Um, you're you're, you're going to have the board's going to be slipping away from you a lot faster. It's going to be slipping from up under you a lot faster and it's just not going to be as forgiving as it is when you're, you know, riding through a grippier kind of uh, ground. But again, wheels are everywhere and and wheels come in different sizes and stuff, too. Um, You know, a lot of a lot of riders stick with like about uh, 54, 53 millimeters. Um, I like riding 54s. I think those are the sweet spot. But for security's sake, you know, as I as I you know get more practice in me i actually i actually prefer riding bigger ones so i actually ride 56s 
So 56s are what I or what I like like 56s are what I enjoy to ride, but 54s are what I can manage to ride. Like I can ride a 54. If it's a 53, eh, I might have a little trouble. I can still do it, but I I don't prefer it. Um anything above that again it's usually reserved for cruising wheels so if it's a 60 millimeter more than likely 60 millimeters is going to be accommodated by uh, a softer urethane which is also the material that all wheel all of those wheels are made of they're made of urethane um i think if you hear about urethane outside of um outside of skateboard wheels you may have heard it in reference to bowling balls so there you go that that's there's what urethane is <laughs> um so yeah um choose your wills because the wills are important and and choosing wills is is really really fun um because aside of all the wills i just talked about i think i just talked about wheels longer than i talked about trucks or the deck um because th- because they they literally the wheels are literally the make or break of your entire experience like they literally make everything that your experience is going to be. So when I was saying earlier, like you got to know what kind of riding you want to do like this. Nor this this majority is focused on the type of wheels you choose. Like I know I went and got some because the first wheels that I bought were some 53 millimeter Spitfires. And I failed miserably on those wheels. But when I went to go and build the deck in this in this uh, creative function, I chose some hybrid wheels. I chose some uh, OJ uh, keyframes, some 54 millimeter OJ keyframes, 78A. So they were super soft, but they still carried the size of like a standard type of wheel, which allowed me to still do the functional things that I felt like I wanted to learn on a normal board. If you catch my drift. Okay. So after you choose your wheels, then, then you start to get into the extra essentials. Well, still the necessaries, but like you got to Like you choose your hardware, which hardware. So hardware is, is it's either, it's either left or right. So, Again, there's so many different factors on on what type of trucks you use versus what type of wheels you're going to be using and and, um, you know, what you'll need to accommodate any of that. So, like, you know, if you use some like mid to low trucks, but you're on some kind of, you know, high wheels, you know, in order to prevent yourself from getting wheel bite, which is when you try to make a turn with your deck and it meets the wheel and it basically just stops your whole your whole ride just right off the back just stops everything like you 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 lean your deck down it hits the wheel the wheel stops you jerk forward and do a superman you know it's it's basically a superman without the pebble <laughs> but um but there's ways to accommodate you know those different choices you know they have things like uh riser pads and riser pads come in different degrees again they it all varies it's all variables when you think about it it's like you know if you you know the bigger the wheel then the smaller the riser pad you know if if you if you feel like you're going to need that riser pad to accommodate for any part of that board for that deck um but with all that said you have different hardware that you grab so you'd get one like and hardware basically just just refers to um the screws and the nuts that are used inside of the deck to attach the trucks. And you can either do them by one inch, which one inch usually you want to grab if you plan on using riser pads. And if you don't, then you, you can just pick up a uh, 78s or seven eights. I believe that's it. Um, smaller, smaller screws um, usually will be flush right to the point of the truck and you don't have to worry about you know any any kind of adjustment or anything like that like once they're tight they're just good um grip tape another um component that you need now grip tape is another one of those things where it it really falls in the preference as far as like what what a person wants to feel in in the in their 
experience of, of riding, you know, like if you're somebody who you feel like I want to make sure that I am so secure on on this board. I don't I don't even want to run the risk of, you know, my feet moving from that board. Then you might want to get some really grippy grip tape. If you are somebody that says, you know what, I I want to have that ability to maneuver myself because I'm going to focus on these tricks. Then you might you might either want to get, you know, uh, grip tape that's less grippy or you might want to just focus on sanding it down. I don't sand mines down. Um, I actually found a really good grip tape that I enjoy. Um, I enjoy Grizzly grip tape. Um, it was actually the first grip tape that I I bought, and I and I think and I honestly think that I I, I honestly think that grip tape is more psychological than anything. Because I think that when you grab your first grip tape, no matter what, I think it's always just going to be the most comfortable because you're going to make it comfortable. You're going to make it comfortable. I, I like I don't imagine myself going out and getting mob grip tape and saying, oh, my God, what am I missing? Like, I don't think that's ever going to be the case. And it's not because I hate mob. It's just Grizzly just got the job done. Just got the job done. So Grizzly grip tape is what I ride. Um, I've only written one other grip tape outside of that and it was dark room and it was a little it now that one was a little too grippy um but i just went ahead and tore that off and and regrip my board um let me see what else oh your bearings you gotta have your bearings now your bearings are they're they're not as important to the experience of the ride until you understand the ride that you're taking if that makes any sense at all. So like basically what I mean is like you can you can get some like reasonably cheap bearings and put them in your wheels. But then when you start to feel that need to want to be a little faster um, or you, you know, maybe you feel like you're changing out your bearings a little too often, then you can start looking into you know, higher quality bearings, but that's not like a priority right off the, off the jump. Like you don't have to get the most expensive bearings right out the gate. Like, like when I first started, when I first got bearings, I think the, my very, very first bearings that I got were, um, bones reds. Yeah. They were bones reds and they were, they were fine. They were fine. But going forward, I chose, um, I got some Bronsons and I never looked back like some, I had some G2 Bronsons and I felt like the ride was just a lot better. And it wasn't until I wrote my first pair of uh, Bronson Raws where I was just like, yo, this, this right here changed the whole game. And it's really funny because the Bronson Raws, all that means is that they don't have shields on, on the, um, on the, on the bearings. So you you can see the the actual ball bearings exposed because most of, most of the bearings you get they're gonna have shields on them, but the rods don't. But is something in that G three technology because I've I've usually had G two Bronsons, but those but that G three I don't know what it is but those things you could spin a G three formula raw Bronson bearing and walk away and go to the bathroom and you can come back and that wheel will still be spinning. Like it's the most unbelievable thing. It's so boss. And you kind of tell yourself like, Oh, well, I could do that with the other bearings I buy. I'll just take the shields off of those. Uh, uh-uh. nah, nah, no, no, no. Bronson Ross are, are one in their own and they cannot be replicated. And it's like my preferred um, bearing overall. Like they are the bearings I choose over all bearings. Like Bronson Raws. Now, are there better bearings than that? Heck yes. They got ceramic bearings. Um, I personally, and I've had this said to me with people in skate shops like they've been like yo bro i wouldn't pay the money for you know ceramics and then like swiss ceramics like like i think like i think like bronson has some ceramics 
that will run you 70 bucks and i think for like some bone swiss ceramics i think they're like 116 it's like insane right and i i can't even i can't even fathom a scenario where that would be applicable to my lifestyle or the way that i ride skateboards like unless those bearings are allowing me a bigger or better advantage to you know pull off a particular trick or something i don't i don't see the reason that i would ever spend that money and like i said i've had that told to me by several employees at uh skate shops it's just not worth the money it's just not worth the money at all um you know the only like i said the only point that i would ever argue because i i think you know i had one guy he told me like oh yeah you know i'll just take the shields off him off of mine and then i got some raws and i'm like yeah nah like when it comes to raws dude those are those are a class of their own and i don't know what what they do different but i'm willing to spend the money for it because it is different (laughs) so um but yeah but again they got different um you know just i mean they got different every every component of a skateboard they have somebody who does that part particularly well right so i mean with decks it's i I, i'm of the i'm of the mindset that for the most part all decks are the same i just feel that way i feel like they're all the same they're exactly the same short of the technology that one deck can implement over over another brand or over all other brands like uh example um palparalta started putting in this flight technology into their decks and it was basically like this kind of carbon fiber mixture something that they weave through uh two two separate plies of of their seven i know actually i think it's five plies of wood i think i think normally a deck is seven plies but with these flight decks it's five with a top and a bottom layer of this carbon fiber material and um and it it makes the board a lot lighter more snappier this that and the other whatever they got to say to sell you this stuff but um short of that it's like all the other decks are the same i mean the only thing that really changes a deck from this you know person or another is where they prefer to put their wheelbase which wheelbase wheelbase has a whole different science into itself um you know there's i think for i think like i have a i have a board that has a 15 inch wheelbase and then i have one that has a 14.25 wheelbase and to to be quite honest i prefer the 15 inch wheelbase just because i feel like the balance i feel like i'm more balanced on you know on that wider truck space you know space between the trucks i just feel like i'm more secure on the board but i feel like i get better reaction out of the 1425 i think it's 1415 i i don't know i can't remember but um but yeah like wheelbase is probably one factor that can change one board or or you know from another shape and usually shape is very minuscule I mean, there are these extreme shape boards that just kind of go way left field and whatever. But, you know, for the most part, you're going to get like a popsicle, um, you know, concave, which is how much does it kind of like not really dip in the middle, but how, how that how that's how it's centered. Um, in, in, you know, within the within the board, because 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 a board a board can't be. A port a board can't be straight board straight across. It have to, it has to have some kind of pliability because if it was the board straight across, it'll it'll snap on your first ollie. Period. So it has to have that kind of concave. That that give. Which is which is honestly something that when I think about the flight deck, because I actually have a flight deck, I have a nine point one three um Anderson deck uh from the skater uh freestyle skater Andy Anderson. And um, I also have a 
8.25, I believe, uh, Delfino Santa Cruz deck. Um, and those decks are crazy because, like, I do ollies, and I'm a bigger guy. And I've actually had my friend observe and say, man, I can't believe how that deck just bends. Like, when you land, it just, like, it kind of just, it has a little give. I'm like, man, that's crazy. Like, I wish I could see it. <laughs> like, honestly. Um, but, yeah, like, again, like, it's, ve- it's very few factors that you consider when you think about what makes this deck any different than like no other deck short of those little those technologies that they put in no other deck is going to be able to say that they're just hands down a better deck than you know b c and d so you know don't 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 think that if you choose a creature deck that you're selling yourself short because you didn't pick up a girl deck or because you didn't pick up a dark star or death wish or you know like just you know find 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 your flavor find find your character and run with it and and you'll be boss um and again like it 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 translates into everything else the trucks like me i like i i run independence i run thunders and i run aces and i run crux i run all of these and if you ask me like why do you run all those different brands because I'm still a beginner. And I know that sounds silly, but I'm trying to find my I'm trying to find my niche. So if I sit here and I ride these decks and I'm just super static over the fact that I'm riding a deck with a four four point two five wheelbase on some thunder trucks, you know, on a eight on a eight point two five deck, like yo, I I'm killing it. Then I'm probably gonna buy Thunders next time I buy another eight point two five deck. You know, more than likely. Now, what trucks am what trucks am I mostly enthusiastic about right now? It's still kind of up in the air. Um, I like the, I like the reaction of the Ace trucks because they seem to be a little. They have a they have a sharper turn as far as like when I when I lean into my turn, it, it it's it's reacting. It's gonna give me my turn sooner than later. Um, the Thunders, I like those. They a little squeaky, but they get the job done as well. The independents, they're fine. You know, I don't, I don't understand what all the hype is about. I actually got some forged hollows, um, but I switched out the forged hollow. I switched out the forged hollows for the thunders on the nine point one three deck, and I and I can't tell an immediate difference short of better reaction on the turn. The one thing, the one thing I can say as far as independents is they don't turn as reactive as other trucks that i've i've ridden you know so i'd probably give the edge to like thunders right now aces second independence third that's just my preference everybody's gonna be different though um but i definitely would never ride anything other than bronson bearings um i've tried different bearings i've tried reds i've tried mini logos i've tried um uh night trains i've tried i haven't tried andales i haven't tried pigs i I don't think pigs makes them i don't know but i haven't i haven't tried i haven't tried anything much outside of reds that i've gotten the few times i did and then the bronsons and like once i got once i got the actual bronsons and then got and switched to the raws i never looked back like that like it'll be the it'll be the it'll be the bearings I grab every single time I go and buy bearings. Um, and you should always make sure to clean your bearings too. Uh, clean your bearings, maintain your bearings. Um, because again, they, they are the reason that your wheels roll, uh, with the consistency that they do. Um, uh, you know, one of the big points that I ride mine's raw is because, you know, the, because dirt does accumulate in your bearings. Um, with all the oil that's needed to kind of keep them rotating, they do accumulate a lot of dirt. But with the raws, it's kind of like the dirt that comes in can also free flow out. So I don't have to focus on maintaining those bearings as often as I would 
um, if I was riding some reds or something, but you know, still in all, you want to make sure you're maintaining them and never throw away any, any part of your skateboard, man. Like if you, you know, if you find yourself, uh, switching to a different deck, you know, for the most part, you definitely want to keep your trucks until, until they can't perform anymore. And I would do the same thing with the wheels, um, which I, I'm kind of being, I'm kind of being, um, a little contradicting because like I, again, I feel about my wheels the same exact way I feel about, um, my trucks. Like I'm trying to find that niche as far as what wheels are the most comfortable, which are the most reliable and which are serving more functions than what they may put on the package. And I mean, and I'm, I, I have wheels from OJ's, which is a huge, uh, uh, manufacturer for wheels. I have wheels from Bones. I have wheels from Pal Peralta. I have wheels from um, from uh, Spitfire. I have wheels uh, from NFG, <clears throat> which those are on the way. I haven't even received those yet, but they're on the way. Um, I have Santa Cruz slime balls. Which slime balls? Slime balls were my favorite for the longest time. I still do enjoy to ride slime balls a lot. Um, mostly, be, what I mostly enjoy about them is because they, um, you know, riding the lower formulas like ninety, you know, ninety five to ninety nine. They um, they have a, they have tread on the wheels, and that tread gives me more security as far as the street riding that I do they're not just smoothed out wheels like what you would expect to take to a skate park right and 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 that's another thing you'll find with wheels like you'll find them labeled for the different purposes so you'll find um uh SPF which is street park formula um STF street tech formula um ATF all-terrain formula um you know you'll find these different wheel manufacturers will market their wheels for those you know different circumstances and you know there there are some people like with the keyframes that i got they labeled those as being hybrid wheels which uh richta makes the richta clouds which are kind of considered a hybrid wheel as well so again if you're kind of thinking to do more of that in between skating where you kind of want to you know do a little cruising but you still want to pull off some tricks here and there get yourself some hybrids um yeah but mo mo most skaters most skaters skate uh spitfires formula fours but my like right now i have how many decks five decks like let's go over them so i have my 9.13 andy anderson deck okay i have my pal peralta scott desenzo deck but i have the actual reissue um or not reissue, but the um, they released a different version. So instead of the colorful one, I got this red and black one, uh, a little darker on the theme, but still a nice deck. Um, I have my um, Santa Cruz 8.25 uh, uh, Delfino deck, VX technology. And then I have my heroin deck. Uh, that's a 9.5 or it could be a straight 10. Um, deck and then i have uh one that i'm i got coming coming in the mail soon oh i forgot my creature i got my creature logo deck yeah for sure got my creature 8.5 logo deck um got that on some uh got that on those aces yeah i got that on some aces i got that on aces i got them got it on some 44s yeah got it on some ace 44s um and then I have one uh, coming from San Diego from a small uh, a small manufacturer in San Diego, Sea uh, Rat Skateboards. Uh, he comes up with some pretty decent shapes and, and whatnots, and I like his style. And so I went ahead and ordered uh, a board from him uh, at the beginning of this weekend. And then, like I said, I got those NFG wheels coming out of San Francisco, um, which I believe I got 54 four millimeter um wheels they're going to be tablets 
they call them square shape, but they're going to be tablets. Um, I haven't written any tablets before. And what's funny is that I actually wanted to get some tablets from Spitfire, but I decided, look, if I'm going to get something that is similar to, but not quite that, then I'll, I'll go with this brand over here. So I'm, I'm super hyped and excited to get those, those wheels in the mail. And then who knows? I don't know when the next time I'll buy another deck, you know, five, five, six decks is a lot. Um, again, I do, I do build them with the purpose of writing them for different situations. Um, but I do find myself tinkering a lot with my decks. Um, so, you know, you might find a deck one day will have, you know, 56 millimeter wheels on it. And then I'll turn around and put some, uh, 59, um, Palperalta G slides. And then I'll turn around and put some bones, 54 street techs on them. You know, it just depends, dude. It's like, it's, it's just super, it's super, uh, situational. Um, and I'm, and I'm, I think like, my 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 mental dive as far as like the perfect board it just extends to all of the variables that i can build a particular board around so i'll change trucks as often as i can with those particular sizes that i have i'll do the same with wheels i'll do the same with bearings don't have to do it with grip tape like grip tape all across the board on every single one of my decks is grizzly i don't have i don't have any other i will go out of my way to get grizzly grip tape on every single deck i ever ride i'll never ride another grip tape ever i even get free grip tape from certain stores and it's just like yeah i'm just gonna roll this up and donate this to someone else because i'm never gonna ride anything outside of grizzly they are just like the best to me but um yeah everything else it, it's just a variable it's just like let me just kind of mix match switch around see what feels the best and then hopefully sooner or later i'll get to that level where it's like i got it this deck is perfect how it is i'll never need to change like right now i think that's kind of where my creature deck is because it has a shorter wheelbase than most of my decks that i i have and i have it on those 56 millimeter uh spitfires it's an 8.5 deck on an eight on an 8.25 wheelbase um or 14.5 wheelbase um and it, it just it seems perfect and it's on it's on bronson raw bearings grizzly grip tape it just seems perfect it seems like everything is right with that deck the anderson deck i'm gonna be quite honest with you that deck is so surreal like I can't even wrap my mind around. I think it's because he really did put so much science behind that deck and every little thing that he says the deck will do in response of how you activate, you know, the said feature, it it, it does it. Like it, it's the board I did my first Ollie on. It gives me the highest reaction, the biggest pop, the best just everything's just awesome on that deck. I don't know why. But that flight deck is chef's kiss but uh yeah i've talked about decks long enough um do you skate do you enjoy skateboarding as much as i do i think i think for the most part the reason i enjoy skateboarding so much is because again it breaks down to variables it's like how can a person build the, the perfect deck um and i try every day like i i man i just i really do enjoy um you know turning around and and putting different wheels in different scenarios and giving it a go and just trying to see where my comfort can be elevated but you know is is skateboarding something that you find interesting is it something that you'll ever try is it something that you've tried before and you fell miserably at um i would love to hear from you guys um you guys are always awesome uh when we talk on the twitter so uh you guys can hit me up uh on twitter more m-o-o-r-e-t-a podcast um and yeah we can talk about skateboarding talk about video games talk about anything um hopefully you guys are having a wonderful weekend um hopefully you guys are staying safe hopefully you guys are surrounded by people that love and care about you and all i can ask is that you guys just you know keep yourself in a good space because you know these times that we are in today are challenging as they are um but 
you know, there, there, there's always a way to overcome them. So with that being said, you guys already know the drill. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I will see you guys next time. Bye, guys.